Ladies and fellas, welcome back to Pod Divided. It's been a long time since we've talked. Um, basketball season concluded, uh, and it's been since then, but we have college football on Saturday. We could not be more excited. Um, so I just want to start off by I just want to go through everybody and just talk about why everybody is excited um, for this season to start. Um, ben, why don't you start us off? Oh, man. I am excited for – uh, for this season to start for a couple of reasons. One, because I get to go back to school and return to somewhat normalcy. Mm-hmm. Two, I get to do a little bit of tailgating, I'll be honest. Um, I'm just excited. I like the fall. I like football. I like being happy and watching other dudes hit each other really hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say I've got some similar reasons. Uh, last year, I mean, it just sucked. Even for teams that were good, like you couldn't go to the games, you know, it was just different. It wasn't normal. So I just can't wait. Um, you know, me and, me and Ben are both going to the game on Saturday. We're going to be at the tailgates early in the morning on Saturday. And I just, I have missed that. I can't wait. Um, and also I'm just excited to see what Michigan's going to bring to the table this year. Um, you know, they've kind of got a chip on their shoulder after what happened last year. Um, so I'm excited to see if they can rise to the challenge. Um, Skin's rolling his eyes. Skin, what are you what are you excited about? Why are you excited for the season? Oh yeah. Um, well, some news. I was recently hired as the offensive coordinator for Bishop Sycamore. Um, so I'm extremely excited to Yeah, no, it's an amazing opportunity. I'm really excited to get these boys on the field. A lot of you, you come know, up recruits. Did, did you come up with that joke in one sitting? Yeah, I just came up with it now. Nice. I, was, I was inspired. Impressive. Impressive. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we have a lot of D one recruits excited to get on the field. No, um, in all seriousness. Um, I'm extremely excited because Ohio State will win the 2021 National Championship. Um, so I'm really excited uh, for this road here on this 15 and 0 season. Fuck, Excuse me, Spence? You said the fuck, dog? Yeah, Ohio State will win the National Championship this year. We'll go 15 and 0. Um, we'll defeat Alabama in the National Championship in early January here in a couple months. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm also excited to tailgate going to Ohio State Oregon here in a couple weeks I'm pumped um so yeah um so just wanted to point out this is why we all hate Clay uh this is why he's our least favorite person on the podcast uh he's very unrealistic um oh, he's biased is it, is it really that unrealistic though Scotty I feel yes. like <laughs> you guys Dude, that was a reach um all right well as good as anybody now uh that's a lie um, Clemson's better, Alabama's better, Michigan's gonna be better. Um, it's just the way all this right. is gonna go. Now, <laughs> now, now, now this, oh, we just lost all credibility. Yeah, you, you might have had a case up until that last one. I was joking. And honestly, did you admit that Ohio State's bad? Where no, I'm just saying, like, State. you could say that, like, Clemson, Georgia, like, all could wait. Be you think Clemson, Georgia, and Alabama are all better than you, and you guys are terrible? Is that what you just said? Did I hear that right? You just said if you played Notre Dame, they beat you 99 of them. Wait, that's crazy. Scotty do. All right. Enough of skin. Spencer, <laughs> tell us tell us about why you're so excited for this season. Dude, the fans are back, terrible, bro. bro. All right. All right. You can stop talking, bro. Because last time I checked, Michigan lost last year. Um, one of two wins, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but the fans are back, bro. I'm so excited to go like just yell at things that are not a TV screen and like actual people might hear me. Aside from Ben, who throws shoes at people, that's another day. <laughs> um, that and just the fact that like there's actually a little bit of like 
question marks in Michigan State's program for the first time in a while, but like exciting question marks instead of just like, oh, we are the same team. They actually got some transfers, something that we're not really used to and not, not only transfers, but transfers that are from like big schools instead of the little guys. So it's actually an exciting time for Michigan State football, I think, for the first time in a good five, six years. So. I will say um, I was telling Scotty and Clay about it the other day. Um, something to watch for this year. And this is weird coming out of my mouth. Michigan State, I think, is going to be better than a lot of people think. And I think that's a game to watch week one against Northwestern. Um, Dude, North it's West- only a three-point spread. Northwestern minus no. 3.5 okay, is all, the lock of a hit that. I agree. That I is so much money on. I do think that Northwestern is going to win that game by no, a no. wide margin. I'm just Not saying even, I wouldn't no, be surprised if they didn't. I think Michigan State surprised a lot of people with their Wake Forest running back, their Florida cornerback, their Auburn running back. I think they have a lot of really good power. Dude, all you need to hear is that Connor Hayward will not be in the fucking backfield. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. All, all Dude, I he need... still will. He's still going to start. No, he's a tight end now. What? He's a tight end. That doesn't add up. Yeah, he's, that's how bad he was at running back. He's, he was quite bad. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about this more in our little betting betting segment, but I just want to say I am going to put so much money I already have on Northwestern minus 3.5. Go right. Cats. That is going to be – I mean, that's how – how? How yeah, is uh, I'm with Scotty here. I have All a right. amount of money on that. Yeah. Pat Fitzgerald is a damn good we'll football coach. Um, Northwestern is a damn good football team, dude. Northwestern can play. That's it was the other the other of Michigan State's two wins last year. That is true. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think that the script is going to be flipped this year, and both of those teams will probably get wins over Michigan State. First of all, I'd be surprised if they don't. I want to clarify that I'm not picking Michigan State to win that game. I I would still put my life savings on Northwestern to cover three and a half. I'm just right, saying then. that I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan State puts up a half decent battle because I think they're going to surprise some people. Fair well, enough. Um, no, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, and we'll I'm sure we'll hear Spencer talk a lot about the transfers and everything in this next segment because I just wanted to go into the next thing and just kind of have us go through um, and just talk about our teams. Um, so me and Ben can start talking about Michigan. Um I can I can get us rolling. Um, so I have I have had the privilege of um, a new position this year working for um, a website that covers um, the football team, Mason Brew. Um, so I've been around the team a lot um, in the past few weeks, hearing the players talk about what's going on. Um, and so I'm really excited. They sound like there's been a big culture change. Um, they all seem really excited. They said there's a different attitude in the locker room. Um, Clay, if I see you make one more face, I'm going to slap you through the computer. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, they're all excited. Um, you know, we've got, we've got um, a new defensive coordinator um, from the NFL. Um, I think that McDonald's going to bring, uh, I think he's going to be a really vital piece to the team. Cause I mean, that defense last year really struggled. Um, actually just before this, um, Vincent Gray was on the podium and I asked him about what he's improved on most this year and just kind of what's going on with the secondary. Cause obviously when fucking 
what what was that fucking Rocky Lombardi torches your your defense for and you lose to Michigan State? There's obviously problems with the secondary. Well, Richie um, Gray specifically dropped like 19 picks. He struggled. So. Um, but I seriously, I I I am actually really excited to see him play. I think that he's gonna. I think that he's gonna be one of Michigan's most improved players. I think that he'll be a key piece of the secondary. He needs to be. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just. I don't like to think about last year. I think that this team is really just writing last year off. All the fans are too. Um, so there are a lot of question marks, but I really think that we're going to, I think we're going to be a solid team and I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what this new coach, what the new coaches um, and what this new culture is going to look like come Saturday. Um, you said that you think that all of the fans are writing off last year. I'm not necessarily sure that I would say all. I mean, everybody um, wants to. That's me, sure. me being included as one of the fans that is not writing last year off. Um, there's a long off season. I'm not quite sure what to think going into this year. I think the main thing that I am, other than excited about watching Michigan football, is terrified to watch Michigan football. I'm nervous. Because I genuinely have no idea what this team's going to be. They could be like – sorry – they could be like a really good team and competitive with a lot of good teams in the country. They could end up being halfway decent. They could also have a losing record like they did last year. Yeah. And I can easily seeing that happen. If, if Cade is not as good as everyone thinks he is, if Cade can't step up and we have to go to JJ McCarthy and he doesn't have any experience, there are a lot of things that can go wrong. The secondary can still be really bad. Yes. No, I mean, there are, like I said, there are a ton of question marks. Um, And like, if you think about past seasons of Michigan football, with the exception of Shea Patterson, we've had to go to a backup every year. Jake Rudock. That's true. And Rudock. Rudock is the best fucking quarterback. <laughs> Jake Rudock and, and uh, Wilton Spate yeah. are two of my favorite, yeah. most unathletic Michigan quarterbacks yeah. in recent history. But, I mean, Spate, he got injured. We had to bring in O'Corn. Um, and then – And O'Corn obviously went on to win us that national championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we've had a lot of instances where we've had to go to a, the backup quarterbacks in the Harbaugh era. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised at all. If that happened. So everybody's got to be ready to the, step into their role. The thing is, in this scenario, our backup just happens to be like our top recruit. So I wouldn't right. be that mad. I want to see JJ get playing time. I Obviously, do as well does. because I think it would set us up really well for next year. Yeah. Um, he but, probably, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm hoping that we can get a big lead against Western. I was going to say he'll probably get some action against Western, but I don't really know. I, I really probably don't, not. Honestly, I really, it'll, it'll probably be a nail biter. I really don't know what to expect from this team, but I'm hope I'm really hoping that we can just show well, up and beat them by 40 points. The second thing is, is that Western isn't that bad of a team. No, they're not. If we were to be playing like, I'm trying to think of the worst team in the MAC, but I guess I don't. Eastern, Akron, yeah. Akron, literally. Eastern's not bad. Western's not great. They Western, not. Western not great. Western slated to be the second best team in the MAC behind Ball State, who's a really good team. Ball State's nasty. Um, Western in in recent years has been pretty good. I'm not. This should be a blowout. If Michigan is the team that they should be, it should be a blowout. It won't, but it should be. It'll be a two score game. I expect Michigan. That's not a bad thing to say. I expect us to be. I expect yeah. us to win by at least twenty. And I would be disappointed if we don't. I could see. I say fourteen to seventeen. Okay, I I think that we cover the sixteen point five. Um, can I can I pose a question? Of course. Um, yeah. So one thing you mentioned, and you mentioned that you sense a culture change from an outsider's perspective, someone who doesn't follow Michigan football, like 
closely, but like not that closely. I feel like I've heard this like a million times in the Jim Harbaugh era. So what is actually different this year? Like, I'm sorry. I just feel like I've heard this a million times. First of all, I agree with you. And I was also skeptical of Scotty when he was saying that because every single year, everyone's like, oh my God, like this is a different team. Like everyone's so bought into the thing, like whatever. And then they fold and lose to Michigan State. I'm just telling you what they're saying every time that I'm speaking with them. Um, I personally am the only reason I'm excited is because Don Brown is not there. And so I think that there is a legitimate chance that there is a culture change and that this defense is going to be different. Um, So that's, that's the thing that I'm kind of has me thinking that maybe we have a chance just because there's a new coach in there, but yeah, no, you're definitely right. I mean, I hear the same, it's the same stuff every year. Um, But I think that this year too, you know, the expectations for Michigan in the Harbaugh era have never been this low. I mean, we're unranked going into the preseason. No one expects anything from us. Everyone still hates us. Yeah. I mean, like, his job is also on the line. Yeah. So I just think that that all of that put together does, it does seem a little bit different than in in the past, you know? Yeah. Can I pose another question real quick? Of course. No. Um, So on the, damn it, (laughs) on the topic of Jim Harbaugh. So we all know, like, he's definitely on the hot seat. What, do you think is the line between Harbaugh being the 2022 Michigan football coach versus Jim Harbaugh not being the 2022 Michigan football coach? If we lose to Michigan fucking state ever again, ever gone, Hooray, baby, no excuse that that program is trash. They're they're in the toilet. Ooh. No, oh my. It's a Mel Tucker got drip though. <laughs> I, I actually do like Mel Tucker. I, I do like Mel Tucker. I, but. I'm sorry, Spencer. I, I love you, um, but I hate Michigan State fans. Um, they're like mosquitoes. They just come and buzz around in your ear. They're just really annoying. Um, I don't like them. I hate Michigan State. Um, but those Walmart Wolverines too. <laughs> um, and and see, I've talked about this before. When we lose to Ohio State, I get it. Ohio State is a powerhouse. No, like, it's hard. No one beats them. (laughs) Spencer's got that pick of Mel Tucker in the cigar. Um, um, Yeah, I thought it was really funny that Harbaugh at practice is pushing, um, like, a weight crate, and Michigan State fans think that's so weird. I just – I hate Michigan State so much. It's just – He did that because the media is there, bro. Dude, it's just a terrible – Dude, he doesn't do that on a normal basis. Get that shit out of here. I just hate the program. Get that shit out of here. I thought that was stupid. He was just, like, doing normal coach stuff. Um, No, he wasn't. Yes, he was, dude. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, if he loses to Michigan State, he's got to go. Michigan State is – their program is in the toilet – um, he's got to go if we lose to them. That's my line. But, okay, let's say he beats Michigan State. Is there a record that's too low, like, like an 8-4, 9-3? I was going to say two, nine like, wins he stays. Nine, yeah, in the 8 or 9 area. Um, I think 8, like, I don't, like, if you're such a renowned coach at Michigan and you can get all these recruits, you can't go 8-4. and four. You simply can't do that. It's got to be 9. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, was thinking 9-3. For me, like what I think is gonna happen is that if we get a there's and we beat Michigan State, he's they're gonna keep him. That's just what I think is gonna happen personally. But what, with what you just said, is if he gets eight and beats Michigan State, and you're saying Michigan State's as bad as they are, yes, they suck. That's that's sad. No, it if is. they get eight and they don't beat Michigan State, 
No, then he's going. You know, if we lose to Michigan State, I think that he's gone no matter what. Oh, 100 percent. I agree. I agree. I mean, we just there's absolutely zero excuse to lose to them. Okay. You know? I mean, am I wrong? Is there? Well, 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 we won't know. I don't know how I mean, good Michigan think State about it. Be. I mean, Michigan State in this with the state of their program and the state of our program, there's absolutely no reason we should be losing to them. Um New Year, new, new Year knew them. <laughs> um, all right, enough of this. We took a long time. Uh Clay, why don't you go next to talk about Ohio State for a little bit? Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie, fellas. I'm pretty damn excited for this Ohio State team. I think the potential is sky high, um, especially on offense. Um, of course, having a quarterback who's never actually thrown a pass in college isn't ideal. Um, but CJ Stroud was a near five star. He's been in the program now for two years. Never heard and of it. When you're throwing to Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, I really like you don't have to be a superstar. Um, so I really think he really up until Big Ten Championship college football playoff doesn't have to be the superstar i think just being a very good quarterback which i very much anticipate that he will be um will be enough for this high state offense to absolutely excel um i think the biggest questions are definitely on defense defensive line is stacked defense line is gonna have a great year no worries about them but uh we're replacing our top four linebackers from last year obviously we all know what happened in the secondary last year um one of the worst in the nation hard you know it's kind of hard to tell because on how much that was due to covid and that being a covid year so that's definitely the biggest question mark um especially this first game against minnesota um, with muhammad ibrahim um i think that's going to be a big test for the linebackers so that's the main thing i'm watching out for um i know a lot of talks around the quarterback and cj stroud but i have no um no worries about him at all but yeah we're winning the national championship i think i said it make that clear all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I would be shocked if Ohio State doesn't win at least 11 games. I mean, I think they're probably going to go 12-0. and 0. Um, I don't know about national championship. I'm guessing you guys will lose in the playoffs to somebody. But obviously, there is lots of reason to be optimistic for you. Um, I don't even know. Like, I want to talk shit, but, like, I don't really have anything to say. Like, I think that you <laughs> I think you guys are going to be really good. Um, also, I think that the OSU minus 13.5 against Minnesota is humorously – um, small. I think Ohio I would say State, it's generous. I think Ohio State is going to. I'm waiting for those alternate spreads to come out because I seriously want to put some money on Ohio State minus like 30. I think it's going to be an absolute blowout. Yeah. I mean, it's Minnesota's a weird. It's one, you know, Minnesota's one of those teams um, that had a great 2019 and then had a terrible 2020. I and mean, we saw that with, I mean, Michigan, Penn State, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Um, so it's. I think for me, just in the Big Ten in general, it'll be really interesting to see like how much will it be what we saw in 2019 and will it be into what we saw in 2020? I think that's the biggest question because the Big Ten under Ohio State was just batshit crazy. Like nothing, like every team thought was good was bad, complete opposite. Um, so that's like what I'm most curious about. So Minnesota is a weird team because a lot of their players at Hentels in 19 are still on the roster. Um, so it's... It's, it's a big question mark. So Minnesota is kind of, uh, are we going to see 2019 Minnesota or 2020 Minnesota? Is this, yeah. is it an away game? It is an away game. Yeah. I'm really interested Hands to see, back, man. I'm really interested to see how these teams that, you know, like you said, Michigan, Penn state, Wisconsin, Minnesota took significant steps back. Uh, we'll talk about that Penn state, Wisconsin a little bit, but first Spencer uh, talk to us about Michigan state. Yeah. So we touched on it a little bit. Um, I'm really excited for the first time in a good five, six years, um, mainly because 
Mel went out to the transfer portal and actually did a little bit of work. And the guys he got were from, you know, SEC, Big 12 schools um, instead of getting the, the smaller conference schools uh, transfers. And he got he got some good pieces. Uh, a couple guys in the secondary, um, which is a secondary that went from uh, the no fly zone to the fly zone over the last three years. Uh, I mean, aside from Michigan's last year, there's probably none worse. <laughs> um but so that should help them there. And then they also got huge, huge help at the running back position, which I don't know if you guys knew the statistic, but Michigan State did not have a single rushing touchdown all of last season. Um, no. So, yeah, that's that's a tough, tough spot to be in. Um, but they went and got two guys, Kenneth Walker and then the dude from Auburn. But I've heard a lot more about Kenneth Walker. Um, and then I said it earlier, Connor Hayward is out of the fucking backfield. Thank the Lord Jesus himself. Uh, we we have I know I've heard a lot of good things about Elijah Collins in camp. Um, it sounds like he might he might make a run for that that in split time with Kenneth Walker. But those two guys should should do a lot of work for our backfield. Um, also, we don't know the QB situation. Uh, we got our transfer uh, with Russo, but uh, Thorne is a guy that's younger and could like develop over time. But there's also guys under Thorne that are a little bit more hyped up and could just could just be better. So if Russo is the better option, like right now, I say just let him do his thing and screw worrying about developing. And let is, uh, is Caruso the one from Temple? Uh, Russo is, yes. Oh, Russo, not Caruso. No, Alex Caruso is in the NBA. That's the basketball player. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, he's the one from Temple. Um, and then they wait, got wait, wait, Spencer. Alex up? Russo is the transfer, like like the wizard from Wizards of Waverly Place? I think it's Anthony. Ah, never mind. I think don't don't quote me on that. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I'll be happy with six wins. I don't think eight is out of the picture. Uh, but I will be happy with six. Um, eight seems hefty. Eight eight's very hefty. Like that's that's begging for a lot for Michigan State. But I don't I don't see it fully out of the picture. I I think it's a possibility. Um, Fair enough. But also like Mel Mel is kind of hyping it up and uh i know later we're going to talk about jerseys um later in the year and jersey matchups but mel has stated that he's not um announcing the jerseys for michigan state's first game so i'm kind of i'm kind of hoping they're going to come out with some fire on that front also i gotta give a shout out um my boy evan johnson uh just tried out for the team i think for the second time made the team as a walk-on kicker I'm i'm not gonna lie i doubted the shit out of you bro um I just, I just, didn't, I can't I confirm. I, I, <laughs> I heard I, it. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be possible, but you fucking made it. However, I will call you out on the fact that your roster says you're from Okemos. You're not from Okemos. You lived not even 500 feet from Holt High School. So you can just get that fixed at any moment. And I have no problem with it. But congratulations to you, dude. And I'm sorry I doubted you. But hey, I'll admit it. I'm not scared to say it. Good job. Um, My congrats, Evan Johnson. That's great. I did hear a couple of times um, the doubts and he was wrong. Um, but what I will say is I was going to say this before that. So now I sound a little bit rude taking the uh, conversation somewhere else, but um, Mel Tucker should probably not reveal the jerseys. And then you guys should wear those neon green ones with the really big state letters. Those, those, okay. Really cool. those okay. were sick. Those, those were the ugliest jerseys in college. Those were ugly. Yeah. Okay, but I will say, I will say, so Mel inherited those jerseys from the last year of D'Antonio's era, which was the saddest year of Spartan football of ever. Um, 
he did help them last year by not using the pants with the ugly jerseys, so it did it did make it look a little bit better. They were still hideous, but I will say Mel did make the jerseys the best he could make them. All right. Um, well, yeah, I'm excited for uniforms too, um, and we're going to start doing a little segment after we get some games about uniforms, so stay tuned for that. Um, I'm really hoping that Michigan brings out the uh, the blue on blue. I think that that looks really cool. They did it against Penn State. I really do uh, wonder what Michigan's are going to look like. You what? I really do wonder what Michigan's are going to look like. Yeah, I, like I hope a they bring out some with like a yellow number or something like that. I hope that they, they bring out some alternates. Yeah, they're like the same thing every fucking year, but with yeah, the new like, logo. I think that they should definitely switch it up a little bit. Um, Except for when we played Notre Dame. And like dude, the, yeah. the Bumblebee uniforms? The Bumblebee, those, the suck, those were probably yeah, really got fucked on in those. Yeah, those weren't great. And then Roy Roundtree liked them. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so next up, let's do a little something that we did um, last year. We're going to go through top five games of the week and give our pick. Um, so let's start – I'm going to save the biggest one for last. Um, so let's start kind of on the not as big side. Um, the Notre Dame-Florida State game. Um, I think that this is just a good game just because it's a couple classic teams. Obviously, Florida State has been down for a while. Um, and so, like, for example, the spread on this game, I was surprised. It's only – Notre Dame's only favored by seven and a half. Um, you know, that's a playoff team in Notre Dame against a struggling Florida State team the past few years. Um, and so I think it's going to be closer than if the two teams played last year. Uh, obviously, Notre Dame has to replace Ian Book, so it'll be interesting to see what they've got at the quarterback position. Um, but I think that it's also at um, Florida State, I believe, um, unless I'm mistaken. Um, so I think that can make it a little bit closer. You know, the fans will be rowdy. They've got that horse that comes in and spears the ground, which is sick. Um, but falls. Yeah, I was at the game that it felt it was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame in this one. Ben? Uh, yeah, also I can confirm it is at Florida State. So I thought. What I'm going to say about this one is that I, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not that informed on either of these teams. I am interested to see um, how Notre Dame's offense can uh, can kind of reform after losing Ian Book. I don't think it's really going to matter how well they reform because I think they're going to donkey kick Florida State. Florida State Florida State is really over, over – oh, my God, I can't talk. Florida State is really overhyped every year. They schedule a big opener and they lose by 30 every year and i'm so tired of people thinking that florida state's good um so i'm taking notre dame in that one clay what do you got yeah um hate to sound like a broken record here but um for the same reasons you guys agree um notre dame is every year a top 10 team good program to kind of know what you're getting out of them they're never going to win a national title but they're going to win 10 11 games um and this one's going to be one of them florida state it's just it's a trash program right now. Maybe they're on the up and up, but not enough to be Notre Dame. So give me Notre Dame. Spencer, what's your yeah. pick? Uh, we'll go. We'll go Notre Dame. Um, but I think all the spreads are just so close because no one really knows how how teams are going to react to the crowds again. Uh, a lot of teams didn't have them. Uh, Notre Dame's got a new quarterback, so there's there's things in the air. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't see Florida State winning this game. All right, so the consensus is Notre Dame for that one. Not surprised. Now, this one's a little bit more of an interesting game. We've got uh, Iowa and Indiana playing in the Big Ten. Um, this one's at Iowa. 
I'm excited for this game. Two ranked teams. Um, kind of, it's you know, it's kind of weird seeing Indiana ranked in the preseason. Doesn't happen a lot. Um, but they were really good last year. Um, and let's not remember, Iowa had a slow start last year, but they rattled off six straight wins to end the year. I was gonna. I, I was a good team. I think they have a chance to to win the West. Um, and this game is in Kinnick. I think the fans the fans are gonna be back. I think that's gonna play a huge role. Um, it's always a really tough atmosphere. We know, Clay. You know, me and Ben. We know big games at Kinnick. Don't remind sure. me. That's not assumed. Yeah, I mean, Indiana's not a top five team. That's that is important. true. So they won't That's play important. that well. Is it at night? It's not at night either. I believe it's a three thirty start. Um, but still, I think that 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 crowd at Iowa is going to give them the edge. I think it's going to be a close game, um, at low scoring, classic Big Ten game. Um, I think that um, I think that Iowa is going to come away with this one. So. I agree with a lot of the things you said. I think that Iowa is a really tough place to play. I think these guys haven't played in front of fans at all in quite some time, let alone fans like at Iowa. However, it's not at night. It is not at night. You are correct. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm kidding a little bit about it not being at night, but that does lead to me taking Indiana. I don't think Indiana has a problem being an underdog. Um and I think that Panix Jr. can really, really play and really run an offense as he proved last year. Um, so I'm taking Indiana. What about you, Clay? Yeah, I'm actually going to side with Ben here. Um, this one, like, I am not – I would never even think about betting on because I really, like, could see it going a hundred different ways. Um, but, yeah, Penix, um, with well, Indiana, I think it is in general, such a wild card of a team. Um, you know, last year with Penix, they were really, really good. I mean, we saw them take Ohio State down to the wire. I mean, Penix threw for like 500 yards. Like, Ohio State secondary is a mess, but still, that was incredible. It was extremely painful to watch as an Ohio State fan. Um, but yeah, I think great quarterback play goes a long way. Um, I think him and Ty Freifogel, um, who's a very underrated receiver, I think, um, gets the win in Kinnick, but I can really see this going either way. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think it's going to – I think you're right. Like, it's really – I'm going to be honest, I did bet on it, um, but that's just going to come in a degenerate. Uh, <laughs> I like Iowa minus three and a half. Um, just because I didn't think Indiana was ever that good last year. Um, Ohio State had secondary issues. I mean, we can't deny that. And oh, yeah. Phoenix is good. Penix. Um, I like saying Phoenix, sorry. Um, but Penix is good. Um, but I and they lost to Ole Miss in the bowl game. I'm just I'm not sold on them. I was more consistently good. That's just Ole why Miss I'm going was a good football team going into that bowl game. I don't know more about that. Um uh yeah, I don't I so yeah, that's just my that's why I'm thinking. Um Spencer, what do you got for this game? Honestly, I thought I was gonna be alone um when I picked Indiana. Uh, if anything, I thought it was just going to be just going to be one other person on my side. But, you know, Indiana is a team that's kind of been on the, the up and up the last few years. Uh, they show a lot of promise last year. No fans, I think, was their most promising year. And it'll be interesting to see again, as as I've said 500 times already today, but to see with fans how they how they perform. Uh, but I, I really like Indiana. I don't know why I've always hated Iowa and how they play football. Um, but so yeah, I'm gonna go Indiana just because I'm not an Iowa guy. 
really quick before we go on, I this isn't about college football, it's about the NFL. I just want to point out that I just got a notification that the Lions made their 53-man roster uh, by ca- or by cutting both of their kickers and keeping a sixth wide receiver. So the Lions don't have a kicker anymore. Evan, bro, oh, it's your time I mean, to shine, dude. They should have gotten Quinn Nordine. Um, all right, so next game we're going to talk about is let's go with Alabama against Miami. Um, I mean, Alabama's going to win this game. By we don't need to overanalyze right? this one. Yeah, I, I mean, I could go into detail about what I'm thinking here. Um, Alabama, they just reload every year. Bryce Young is probably going to be a Heisman finalist. Um, and Miami's getting better. I mean, they're they're a solid team, but they just they're in the ACC. When they play against Clemson, they get rolled, and they're going to get rolled in this game too. The, what I wrote down was that Alabama is really good at football and Miami is not as good at football, which I honestly think is a really good analysis of this game. Uh, by the way, Alabama minus 18.5, lock it in, parlay it with uh, Ohio State and Northwestern gets money, um, and then tell me thank you. Uh, Clay, I literally have the same parlay. <laughs> um, I have like – me and you took a lot of the same spreads. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. Like I think Miami – 14 is probably a good ranking. I think they're a top 15 team, but Alabama is in a class of their own along with like four other schools. It doesn't matter if Miami's 6, 10, 14. They're just not as good as football. So yeah, give me Bama. Spence, you're going with Bama as well, I'm guessing? Yeah, when making this selection, I read the word Alabama first and just wrote it. Didn't see who they were playing. I didn't even know who they were playing. Before we all went through these picks, I just wrote down that we all picked Bama. So I'm glad I, I figured. Um, all right. Next one. This is not, I was gonna say the game I'm most looking forward to. It's close, obviously, Clemson, Georgia. Um, but Penn State and Wisconsin, two teams last year typically really good that struggled a little bit. Um, so this is gonna be a great game. Camp Randall's a Great stadium. Uh, the atmosphere is gonna be rocking. I just can't wait to see the fans back in the stadiums. Um, I think I'm. I, I actually. I honestly. Also, we were talking about the betting. I'm staying away from this game because I just do not know what to expect. But my pick is with Penn State because in 2019 I saw Sean Clifford lead a. You know he they, they were a solid team. You know they were a top 15. They went nine and three. He was good. Um, but what I've seen from Graham Mertz was once one really good game against Illinois. And then after that, I didn't see too much. Um, and so I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Um, and if he can get back to the, to the hype after that first game. Um, and I think that that's going to be a really fun game to watch, but just, I think that Clifford's experience, um, I think that, I think that they're going to be, I think that they're going to get the win. Um, I, get, I mean, we're in a similar boat with a different pick. I have no idea what to expect from this game. Um, I think I'm kind of just completely negating last year as like an option for either of those teams to be that bad. I think they're both going to be really good football teams. I'm not really sure what to expect from either of them. Um, I think they were both flukes last year. I think that Penn State is a really talented team. And I think uh, Clifford is going to lead them really well under center, like Scotty said, but I think uh, Wisconsin's defense is too consistently good, and I think they just have the pieces to be able to be a really good football team. So I'm going with, with Wisconsin at Camp Randall. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually going to pick Penn State here. Um, I agree with you, Ben. Though that last year um, was an anomaly for both teams. I think Penn State 
was really hurt the fact that they opened with a heartbreak against Indiana and then had to play Ohio State. Um, going 0-2, I think they just couldn't stop the bleeding, started 0-5, and it just took them one win to get back on the right track. And, you know, we saw them win four straight games. Um, Wisconsin was as hurt by COVID as any other team. Um, so I think last year was a fluke for them too. Um, but I just think Penn State is more talented. I think James Franklin's a good coach, terrible game manager, but a good coach, a good recruiter. Um, and for some reason, I just have a feeling about Penn State. Um, so give me a close one on the road, but I could see it going either way. I'm going to go Wisconsin. I wrote down Penn State, but since it's at Wisconsin, I'm going to go Wisconsin. I'm going to take Penn State in any game that is at Penn State just because the entire Big Ten knows exactly how hard it is to play at Penn State. But I'm going to go Wisconsin here. Uh, I just like to match up a little bit. And upon thinking about it with my actual brain, um, yeah, I'm going Wisconsin. All right. Um, yeah, that's going to be a really fun game. I'm excited for that one. Um, all right, next up, obviously, this is game of the week. College game day is going to be there. It's the night slate. The Dukes-Mayo Classic. Uh, Georgia versus Clemson. This is going to be such a good game. Um, DJ Uagalele, his name is hard to pronounce. Um, I mean, he came in, he went, he was, they lost to Notre Dame last year, but I mean, he came in and he put up quite the numbers. Um, so I think he's going to be really good. And I think that that's going to be the difference in the game. I mean, JT Daniels is a good quarterback, but I just don't think that he has the firepower to compete with that. Um, the game's at Clemson, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I can't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure the game is at Clemson. Um, but, um, uh, so yeah, I think that, I think that the, the quarterback difference is going to be, is going to be too much for Georgia to handle. So my pick is with Clemson in this also add Clemson minus three and a half to the parlay, uh, Ohio state, Northwestern Clemson. I don't know what the other one was, but confirmed at Clemson, you said Alabama 18, Alabama. Yeah. Parlay. Um, I can confirm also that, uh, Clemson is at home. Um, what I'll say about this one is that obviously like it's week one, we haven't seen a lot of these teams play with these quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. I think Clemson is really good and they're returning a lot of pieces, even if they don't have Trevor Lawrence. And I think they're replacing Trevor Lawrence with another Trevor Lawrence, um, in DJ small guitar ukulele. So I am going to go with Clemson here. Skin, what do you got for this game? First off, um, you guys were both wrong. The game is played at a neutral site location um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. I said, so correct me if I'm really Clemson. You didn't correct me. Clemson so, was on the bottom on like the yeah. shop on ESPN, so I just figured they were home. I was asking, and you it's didn't closer say. to Clemson. It is in North Carolina, so yeah. take that. For it's you a home know. game for Clemson. Yeah, um, basically, Clay just shut the shut the fuck up. Exactly. Um, got it, got it. What's your pick? Yeah, um, I got Clemson as well. I, I really don't buy into Georgia and the hype that goes into Georgia. Okay, every year they have like a top three recruiting class just for them to go 10-2, and two, lose an SEC championship, and like barely win their bowl game. Okay, Kirby Smart can recruit, but I am not buying the fact that I, – I just don't think they're as elite as people think they are. Very talented, but they just don't put it together like Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson do. So give me Clemson. I just think they're the better program. Um, better quarterback. Give me Clemson by a touchdown. All right, Spencer, what are you uh, going with for this one? Just to be different in all of our picks, 
are going to be cumulative over the whole season. I'm going to go Georgia, but I'm rooting for Clemson. <laughs> like, I, like ukulele, listen, dude, dude can play football. Okay. I watched him in high school on last chance. You nope, not last chance. You um, QB one, <laughs> never mind. QB one. Um, dude was absolutely nuts then. Um, so I knew who he was coming into college, but yeah, I liked what I seen from him. I don't really have any analysis for Georgia. I just want to be a little different. Um, and maybe hope my re- help my record, but if not, um, it's a long season of these picks, so I won't be upset. But uh, go dogs! But I doubt they win. All right, um, I like the pick, man. You're going different than everybody else. That game's going to be a ton of fun. Um, Duke's Mayo Classic. I hope that whoever wins, their coach gets a little bowl of mayo dumped on their head. Um, so that is all the time that we have here for episode one. Um, we're going to try to get some more things in next week after we have some games, you know, we're going to dive in, talk about what happened. Um, we're going to bring in some new segments that weren't here from last year. Um, so it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, it's great to be back. Um, we're all extremely excited for the college football season. Um, and we hope that everybody has a great first Saturday um, and go blue or Thursday night. Or Thursday night. Some people are going to have a great Thursday Bro, night. don't forget about Friday, though. Bro, <laughs> Go green, Go cats, baby. baby. Go cats. Minus three and a half. Dude, Lock it in. All right. Party's going to come out looking sharp as hell, and they're going to blow them out of the fucking water. Yeah, I'm definitely right. betting at the school I go to. Yep, it's a smart thing to do. All right. We will be back next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Gross, isn't it?